Hey there, welcome to First Five. If you're looking for encouragement, you came to the right place. Let's dive in. I hate waiting. I really do. I hate waiting. I'm not a very patient person. Um, and so I don't like uh, the feeling of something not coming to me instantly. I am one of those people that struggles with the concept of instant gratification. And maybe you find yourself in that space too. I know our world is very much a world that desires convenience and instant gratification. So I've been conditioned and I think to a certain extent, we've all been conditioned to hate waiting. We're impatient people, naturally. We, we can get our groceries at the you know snap of a finger. We can get anything we want um, almost instantly. Uh, we don't even have to go to the movies anymore to like enjoy that experience. It'll just be on HBO Max the next day. Like we are a convenience-driven culture, and that has led us to a lack of patience, and and ultimately for for many of us to just hate the process of waiting. But let me tell you what I've learned. I've learned over the last few years, especially, that there's a there's a beauty in the waiting. That I'm really grateful, again, for those of us who are people of faith, that God didn't give me everything that he had for me at the same time, because I don't think I would have been able to receive it in certain seasons. And I believe that there's a beauty in waiting for what it is that God has for us. There is a beauty in the wait. There's a beauty in patience. And I believe that that beauty is hope. The, the hope, the anticipation, the expectation for something greater. I believe that the beauty in waiting is the hope that we have for something greater. That there's a greater thing to come. That there's a greater day to come. For those of us who are people of faith, in, in so many ways, we would look at the scriptures and say, yes, this is our hope. That there's a day to come where there won't be any sadness, where there won't be any pain, where there won't be any hurt, but we will ultimately be able to be with Jesus forever. That is the day that we hope for and the day that we long for. And it's really what Paul gets at as we're looking at it. I love what Paul does in, in Romans 8, where, where Paul is really talking about um, you know, salvation. He's talking about uh, this future day that is to come. Um, he, you know, and so we wait. He says this, uh, we too wait with eager hope for the day when God will give us our full rights as his adopted children, including the new bodies he has promised us, right? We were given this hope when we were saved. So, so Paul is getting at the fact that we are waiting with hope, waiting with anticipation for the day to come where everything will be made fully right, where we will be able to step into the fullness of our sonship or our daughtership, the fullness of, 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 of eternal relationship with God. That's the day that he's processing through. That's the hope that he has in, pay, in, in waiting. But what I love is that verse 24 says, we were given this hope when we were saved. If we already have something, we don't need to hope for it. But if we look forward to something we don't, we don't yet have, we must wait patiently and confidently. If we already have something, we don't need to hope for it. The beauty in waiting is hope because in the waiting, in patience, we can exercise hope. But if we already have it, there's nothing to hope for. Have you ever been in a situation where uh, you had been looking forward to a vacation and then the vacation came and then the vacation went and you were like, 
I don't have that same feeling anymore. Like that anticipation, that build up to that vacation that you had, that energy and excitement that you had, that enthusiasm that you had for a break. And then the break came and the, and the break went just as quickly as it came. And now you're sitting here like, I don't have anything else to look forward to. I, I don't have that hope. You see, I think that we are hope machines. Like as humans, I, I think I think having a steady diet of hope in our life helps to keep us going. Things that we can look forward to, because here's just the reality. You're going to have crappy days. You're going to have difficult moments. You're going to have things happen that break your heart, that make you want to quit. And you're going to need something to hope for. You're going to need something to look forward to. So very practically, even though we may hate waiting, even though we may lack patience, even though this is a convenience driven generation, how can we infuse hope back into our day, infuse hope back into our schedule, infuse hope back into our lives? Very simply, give yourself something to hope for. Like maybe today you just write down in your calendar, this date is going to be something that I do something extraordinary. This date two months from now, this this date three months from now, me and my family are already planning this. Like I'm telling you, I'm doing this right now. We're literally saying, okay, the next two months are about to be absolutely nuts. And so like come April, we're going to need a break. And I want to go ahead and get that on the calendar so that I can look forward to it so that I know that my that my work is not in vain, that my labor is not in vain, that the difficulty that I'm going to experience over the next few months is not in vain, that I will have time to rest and enjoy what it is that I've been given. So what does that look like for you? To write down on the schedule, to schedule a date in the future to say, this gives me something to look forward to. And then before that next date even comes, schedule another date. Give yourself some hope today, some anticipation, something to look forward to, an expectation that is greater. And beyond all of that, beyond all of the vacations that you could plan or the moments that you could have, there is a greater day coming. And it's, it's on somebody's calendar. It's on God's calendar. It's not on your calendar. It's not on my calendar. But there's a greater day coming. It's the day that Paul is talking about where we'll be able to step fully into this eternal relationship with God, that he will, he will give us our full rights as his adopted children. This is the hope that we were given when we were saved. And here's what I want you to know, and it's, it's, it's what has already been said. If we already have something, we don't need to hope for it. But if we look forward to something we don't yet have, we must wait patiently. I know you hate waiting, but in the waiting, would you see the beauty would you see the hope that can be found, the expectation that can be found? You are a hope machine and you need a steady diet of hope to keep going. So would you hope again? Would you look forward to the day where there is no more suffering, where there is no more pain, where there is no more hurt, but there's nothing but love everlasting in the arms of Jesus? Would you look forward to the day where everything is made right? that everything is made new. Would you have hope again for today and for eternity? I really hope that this encouraged you today. We'll talk soon.